What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Not So Sporadic Podcast, where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around in my head. But mostly role-playing games, sometimes rock and roll, sometimes sweet parties with older folks. Let's talk about things. And remember, folks, if you'd like to reach out to Joe and hear your voice on the air, simply call on one i nine honk six on one i nine honk six. That's six six one four nine four six six five six. Nine honk six. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. That was awesome. I I love doing that kind of stuff. And when I was looking for a phone number, it had actually crossed my mind to be like, I wonder what this spells, but I never did. So thank you for doing that. And Kevin still has the ability to send anchor messages. A few folks out there still do. It's going away. You know, for a while, Safer still had his, but I saw on Twitter that he no longer does. Um, I think Rob C still has his of down in the heap. He can still send messages via anchor, but there aren't many left. And I don't think those ones are going to stick around too much longer, but thank you so much for that, Kevin. That was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that was absolutely amazing. All right. So today I'm going to get into a recap of the latest session of wrath of the righteous that we just played. And then I'm going to play that message from Jason that I, didn't play in my last episode because I couldn't figure it out. I have now figured it out. So I'll play that. But before, let's get into a recap. Did you miss me? (laughs) It's been, what, a day? I don't know. It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, so um, yesterday we had our latest session of Wrath of the Righteous, and it was the first time... The whole crew had been together in quite a few sessions, which in real terms is months, right? Because we're only playing every other week, Um, which I'm still, I I don't love that format. I really don't love it, but it's the most convenient for everybody, right? So we do what we do so we can play the games with the people we like. Um, Yeah, but... I think because it was the first time that everyone had been back together for a while, all six of us, uh, it was, there was a lot of talking over each other at times, which gets a little chaotic. Um, and so, yeah, I just, there, it, it was a good session. We got a lot of stuff done. Uh, well, so yeah, so the session opened on the funeral that was being held for the six paladins that perished in the army's last mass combat. And uh, so that's, that's where it started. Uh, And then after that, there were some speeches given um, and then some shit started going off in the camp. And that led to all sorts of, (laughs) that led to all sorts of hijinks. Um, yeah, the wizard ended up... Well, I, I don't want to go into it too much because there's some spoilers and stuff. I don't know. There was a lot of shenanigans. And basically, there's still somebody in the army, in the camp, that is not on board, that is causing problems. 
They thought, the party thought they had rooted out the instigator, which was uh, an old soldier. He now appears to be on board. And he wasn't, this, this soldier wasn't doing anything malicious. He was just talking about how he was bringing down morale in a way that wasn't good for the army. So they, they fixed that situation, but there's still something else going on. And yeah, they're not, they're not really sure. The party's not sure who or what is happening. Uh, so that was pretty much the first day. And then on the second day, as they were camping, they came across an abandoned temple up on top of this plateau because basically the world wound where the party is right now is like a big nuclear wasteland blasted desert terrain. You know, picture all the sci-fi movies, rocky desert, you know, red rocks, red sky, blasted wasteland. That That's the world wound. Uh, and on top of this um, outcropping of rocks is this old abandoned temple because this land used to not be this way. Even as recently as like 200 years ago, this was an inhabited land. There was grasslands and forests and everything before the world wound opened and all the demons started pouring out and the abyss started seeping into this land. Uh, There used to be these temples around. Uh, And so the party went to go investigate that temple, even though some of the NPCs were saying, don't go. Some of them were saying, yes, you should go. So the party decided to go. And that's, that's where the session ended. They, uh, they got jumped by some monsters. And the fight started. And now we're in the midst of it. Uh, and yeah, man, it, uh, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, it, it's crazy when you're only playing two weeks, especially playing a game like Pathfinder that has a lot of options for your character to do. If you don't ever look at your character sheet until you're on the call for the game, you're going to forget some stuff, right? (laughs) That's, that's just humans right there. So there was a lot of that going on. People forgetting what they could do. Um, and yeah, so I, I don't know. It, like I said, it was a fun session, but it, I felt like it, there was a little bit of weird energy, again, with people talking over each other. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm excited to get back at it in a couple weeks and, um, you know, get through this temple because we should, next session, we should get to Dresden, the will we get there next set we'll see if we get there next session um which is the fortress city the the party and the army is going to liberate um you know long since abandoned to the demons most of the demons now are in the south part of the country dresden is up in the north and that's why queen galfrey sent this small army up north to liberate this fortress because it's gonna it's gonna be a big boon to the war effort basically to have this fortress inside of enemy territory well, where they'll be able to launch raids from and everything. Because uh, there's this item that the party is going to get, which is within this fortress, called the Sword of Valor, 
which the party learned it's not actually a sword it's actually a banner but it has a bunch of super magical properties um one of which and the most important of which is you can't when this when the banner is up and going you can't teleport in or out of like a 10 mile area around it right so demons can't just pop up wherever they want because most demons in pathfinder almost except for like maybe the lowest lowest level demons all demons have the ability to teleport most of them at will if not maybe a couple times a day but they do have the ability to teleport so being able to have a bubble of space where demons can't get into just willy-nilly is a massive massive boon and that's why that's why the party is going there to uh to get this to get it going to get that banner up and going again there uh one of the things i guess i'll go into a little bit the party did are pretty sure well are positive that uh one of the npcs that's with them a dude named aaron keir um he he is on drugs a highly addictive drug that is made from distilled essence of a shadow demon it's called shadow blood and he's hooked on it and um yeah the the party the wizard actually more or less caught aaron in the middle of it um and aaron was trying to hide and act like he wasn't doing anything so the wizard started slapping him up which was kind of <laughs> kind of a surprise and then aaron got sort of pissed that he was getting slapped up by this wizard so aaron tried to run away uh, Leandro shot him in the back with a magic missile, and by that time, Randor, who uh, was in a different area of the army camp investigating something else, he came down. And now that Randor is mythic, he is insanely fast, crazy fast. At full speed, Randor can run 240 feet in six seconds. So you guys do the math to figure out what that is miles per hour wise, but. Yeah, so that's, in a minute, he can run 2,400 feet in a minute. That's, that's pretty fast. <laughs> he, Randor is insanely fast. So Randor zoomed in, grabbed up Aaron, and that was the end of that little scuffle about what was going on. And so the party now has Aaron pretty much sort of cleaned up through the use of magic. And kind of purged, purged the drugs from his system and have explained to him, hopefully in a way that Aaron understood and Aaron's husband, Sociol, he's fully on board trying to help the party because Sociol and Aaron have been dealing with this addiction issue for a long time. Sociol has seen this before and he, you know, he's, he does his best to help, but you can only do so much sometimes. And yeah, like that, that took up more time than I thought it would, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how long I thought that would take. But it definitely took up a good chunk of the session, which is fun. I like a lot of role playing. And that was all pretty much role playing. There were some roles, some R-O-O-Ls involved, but it was mostly R-O-L-E playing. And that's cool. Some interactions between... <laughs> The PCs, uh, which I love, 
but I know not everybody out there loves that. I personally love when the PCs interact with each other. Um, and yeah, it, it was a good session. It was a good session. Like I said, there was just a weird energy. And I think it was because it was the first time everyone was together and everybody was excited and wanted to get in there. So there was just a lot of, a lot of talking over, talking past each other. Um, and it was cool. It was cool. There was a couple things that as a dungeon master, I don't love that happened. And that's when you, you describe a scene and you, you know, then you move the scene forward. And then one of the players is like, wait, hold on. I need to rewind time and I want to do this instead. That, that kind of bugs me a little bit when players do that. It doesn't happen much, but when it does, it's always like, ugh. Okay, like, remember when I said that we're, we're moving ahead 15 minutes? Okay, I guess we're not now, you know? Um, but that's just a small minor quibble. Overall, I had a fun session. I hope and think that the players did as well. It was cool to have everybody back. And every time I get done playing a session of Wrath of the Righteous, I'm always excited for the next session. I wish we were playing today or next week or sometime because... I, I, I really love the campaign. I like the way it's shaping up. I like this tension. There is, there is tension in the army camp. The players are nervous about who, who the person is. Because when the party talked to Aaron, I said, where did you get this? You didn't bring it with you. Where did you get this? He's like, it just appeared in my bag. And Sosial, his husband, is like, no, it didn't. <laughs> like, drugs don't just magically show up. But, you know, from everything the party could glean, he's speaking what he believes to be the truth. Uh, and so, yeah. Randor also caught a glimpse of a fleeting shadow. He didn't know what it was. He didn't really get a good glimpse. He just caught it out of the corner of his eye. And when he went to go investigate some more there was no sign of anything. So maybe he didn't see anything, but maybe he did. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I like that. There is <laughs> there. The, the party is a little on edge about it. Who could it be? And that's great, right? Like it's not just this army of paladins marching to defeat demons and everybody's on the same page and everybody's on board and there's no tension unless they're, are combats there there is tension outside of combat outside of rolling the dice and that's great like that's fun i like that stuff and i am lucky enough to have a good enough group of players that loves that stuff too that could get into it and go back and forth with each other a little bit because not all their characters agree with each other you know on the small stuff they're all in agreement that we're on a good mission. We're doing good work. We got to defeat these demons. Yeah, the, the overall mission is safe, but how the job gets done, the means as opposed to the ends, there is some disagreement there. And it's cool that the group is friends enough where you can go back and forth with each other and disagree in character, but not as players. That I love. 
you know, that to me, that's great. Um, not PVP. I don't like PVP. I don't like it. I've never seen it work out in all my years of gaming. I've, I've seen it happen a bunch of times and I've never seen it lead to anything good. Now that's just me. That's personal anecdote. I know that's not evidence or anything, but for me, I don't like it. I do, however, like when characters can disagree and kind of go back and forth and talk shit to each other and stuff. That's, that's cool. That's fun. As long as everybody is taking it in the spirit that it's meant, you know, as long as all the players know that this is just the characters talking and not, not the player talking. So yeah, that was a session recap of Wrath of the Righteous. We're book two goes fast. We're pretty deep into book two. Once they get to Dresden, uh, it'll the pace will slow down a little bit, but we're going to get to Dresden pretty quick. I don't think it's going to take us six months to get through book two. I don't think it's going to, and that's awesome. Uh, I That means I got to start reading up on book three. I've, I've read through it once, but I haven't started building anything for it, building characters on Roll20, building maps on Roll20. I haven't started doing any of that. But it's getting close. It's getting close to when I need to start doing that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's get to some calls. I got I got two messages. I, I figured out <laughs> how to get Jason's message. Uh, so yeah, if, folks, if you want to send me messages via Discord, audio messages, totally can. I figured it out. Um, it's just another thing that Anchor does that's annoying. So if I'm on my phone. And I, I go to Discord and I upload the message to Anchor. It goes into the library, right? But for whatever reason, it doesn't put it at the top of the list, even though all the other entries in the library are in chronological chronological order. The new the new uploads to the library are not so i have to search for them by title which is just a weird thing you think the most recent thing would be at the top but it's not anyway but yeah feel free to send me uh voice messages via anchor if we're friends on anchor or sorry on uh on the on discord if we're friends on discord i'm in several different discords so you can find me if you're on discord if you're not and you're in the United States, feel free to <laughs> give me a call. You heard the number at the top of the show. But again, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I forget my phone number right now. It's 449 6656. I forget the area code, but I will say that at the end. So, yeah, <laughs> let's get to Jason's call. And uh, then, then I'll get out of here, just so you all can hear what Jason had to say in his own words. All right, that's it. Let's go. Hey, Joe. Arguably, one advantage of doing the message through a video recording, a video recording, sorry, uh, audio recording on your phone is now you can go back and re-listen to what you sent to people. So there's that. Yeah, so the phone number again is 661 494 
661-494-6656. I will get that straight sometime. I think it's working. I can call myself and leave a message. But I Jason's tried to call before and it didn't work. He's tried to call and it did work. So I don't know. If somebody could call and just let me know uh, just as like a test if you want that would be wicked helpful if you if you live in the states if you don't live in the states I don't recommend it because it it will probably cost you money and I'm not trying to have anybody pay any money to listen to this podcast or interact with it because that's silly that's absolutely silly Uh, but yeah Jason you're totally right about the benefits of the voice memos and recording them. Spike Pitt also talked about it on his latest episode. You know, the fact that you get to listen back to your messages, the fact that you can save the messages you send to have a record of who you sent messages to. It, it's that those are pluses. Those are definitely pluses. And the, you know, I, I, for me, the anchor apocalypse is not about, being able to send people messages because I can do that anyway. It's about being able to receive and incorporate other people's messages into my show because that's become a lot harder for me. Um, there's a bunch of extra steps. Not all of them are intuitive. Not all of them are all that accessible. And yeah, that, that to me, that's the problem is just getting the messages. But... I'll figure it out. I, I think I have. I think i am got it pretty much locked down now on how to get messages if they're sent to me via Discord. Um, as for the phone messages, I will figure out how to do that once I get one. Because <laughs> like I said, I did get a Google Voice message from Jason letting me know that it was working. But in my efforts to try and figure out how to add that to my show, I deleted it. So hooray for me. (laughs) Anyway, everybody, that's it. Uh, Yeah, tomorrow here in the States at time of recording is Labor Day. So I have the day off tomorrow, which is lovely. I'm going to enjoy my Sunday. I feel bad for my mom and my sister down in Southern California because it's just baking hot down there. While I'm recording this, it's like 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. And then, and in LA, it's already 90 degrees. That sucks. That's awful. And I hate it with all of my heart. I'm glad I live in the Northwest because the high today, I think, is supposed to be like 73. And that rules. Yeah, so I'm going to get out there and enjoy my day. Uh, and I will talk to you all soon. I hope everybody is out there doing well. I hope you're getting some fun gaming in, doing some cool stuff. I know a bunch of you are doing awesome stuff out there. And yeah, I just hope, you know, you guys are staying happy and safe and sane and being cool in this crazy, crazy world we're living in. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I will talk to you all soon. Until next time, peace out. Seattle's just the craziest spot in the world sometimes, and I forget that. And for a long time, I was sort of out of the scene, right? Because I was kind of north of where what's left of the hip scene in Seattle. Because Seattle used to be a major 
music scene and just like an awesome place but that's sort of gone away except for one area i mean there's probably some other pockets of it around the city but ballard as far as i'm concerned is still like the heart of the music scene of ballard and i forgot for about a decade when i was living up north that i am actually adjacent to that music scene and now that i live back close to ballard again it's i i i've been hanging out with my buddy jacob who's like my best friend and in seattle right like it's crazy today here's this right i called him this morning and as as soon as i called him he picked up the phone right away which shocked me because he doesn't often answer the phone he's like holy shit i was literally texting you right when you called me and he told me that um they were having like a labor day barbecue down at the docks uh where all the boats are and his band was gonna play and i was like he's like do you want to come and i was like fuck yeah let's go man so i went down there and it was it was absolutely awesome and seattle rules because where else in the states there are probably other places in the world where this might happen but where else in the states are you gonna find a party a barbecue, a grill, where you're out on the water, there's boats all around you, you have a live band playing outside, the weather's great, it might have rained for a second, but that didn't stop the band from playing, uh, and the age range for the people at the party ranged from the mid-30s to the mid-70s. And it was just the coolest. There was this woman named Cecile who had to be in her 70s who was just dancing so hard the whole time, just grooving out. She had very colorful party pants on. She was down and was just rocking out hell of hard. Um, it, was, it was great, man. It was such a fun time. I have a recording... I'm going to, at the end of the, when I'm done rambling, drunken rambling, there's going to be like a five minute long recording of the groove session that the band was playing. And the person wailing on the saxophone that you'll hear is a guy in his mid seventies and just rocking out with a bunch of, you know, dudes in their forties and just it was it's such a surreal awesome experience and i'm you know i forget i'm I'm very lucky to live in this seattle's like the coolest city it really is it's cooler than most other cities like today was 100 degrees in los angeles in la like <laughs> la can suck it man la can suck it um but yeah dude it was an awesome night i had an awesome night I talked to my buddy Jake. I told him that I wanted to interview him on why he never got into gaming. Because if when we'll when I'll talk to Jake, you'll see it seems like a lot of things would have lined up. He has a lot of similarities with a bunch of us, but he never went down that road. And I want to talk to him about it. Why 
he never went down that road. Because I think Jake would be a great role player. I wish he would play role playing <laughs> games, dude. It would be awesome. Um, but it's just not in his wheelhouse. But he said he'd be like, cool, yeah, we can do that. We can totally do that. So maybe one of these days, Jake and I will sit down and talk about it. I think that'll. I think that's an interesting conversation. I don't know. What do you guys think? You let me know. Does that seem like something interesting on why someone didn't get into gaming? A person who is awesome, right? Like, I don't care about people that suck that don't get into gaming. Like, if a person is just lame as shit and they're not into gaming, I don't care. But when somebody's totally awesome and is, like, super radical and they would make a great role player... Uh, I think it's interesting to find out why they didn't go down that road. We'll see. You let me know. Okay. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to leave you with the sound of... I believe this iteration of the band is called the Bad Apples. I'm going to leave you with five minutes of the Bad Apples. So, yeah. Jake, Ryan, Rick, Jens, Eric B., Take it away. Thank you.